I will not be giving any medical advice. I don't have any to give. I'm just going to let you know how I experienced COVID, how it affected me emotionally, really more so than physically. And who knows, by the end of the episode, I might be appealing to you for your advice. All right, guys, I do want to start the episode very quickly about just expressing my thanks over the last three episodes. I told you three episodes ago that that was the most popular episode of the year when you measure it based on listens in the first seven days. Well, the episode two weeks ago replaced it, and then last week's episode when a stranger calls, replace them all, uh, actually by far. So thank you for that. You know, it's hard to do an episode like this one. First of all, I don't know if when you look this up, either on some of you listen right on the podcast website, substituteteacherslounge.com. I don't know when you pull this episode, if there's something built into the internet that will show a link that here's where you get facts about COVID. I hope it does. I mean, I don't want you learning any, I don't have any facts to give you. Just, I read the same things that you guys read. I know nurses. I know people that can give me advice. I do. I will say right off that I'm really blessed in the, the few days that it affected me, nothing was ever s- severe. I only had two days where it was physically bad, but more from a just congestion and energy standpoint. But I noticed something as I went along that I wanted to share today. You know, since I retired from accounting in 2018, I eventually got into a, if, if I tried to list three activities that I do, you know, for fun, I really enjoy them. That, you know, what the hell, I'll tell you, you've heard me talk about them. First of all, if I'm home, if I'm having an off day, I love to get out and walk in my neighborhood. I walk about four and a half miles. I love doing that. I love substitute teaching. There was a time, and I think I'll get back there. I'll I'll tell you how this affected it. There was a time when, after I started substitute teaching, if I didn't have some school to go to, even if it was a different individual school on every individual day, I was disappointed. Well... COVID affected me emotionally, probably more so than anything. My energy is still zapped. I have been negative now for, by the time this airs, it is is over a week. I basically, way back when I'm taking, this is two and a half weeks ago now, I guess maybe three weeks ago, I did a volleyball match. The next morning, I was very stopped up. I hadn't signed on for a substitute teaching yet, so I didn't do that. I always hate, I had another volleyball match that night. I always hate 
having to call our volleyball scheduler and telling her that I'm going to need the night off for sickness. I was sick. I kept hoping I would get over it, but that is such a strain on her because we are down officials and to try to get somebody in less than 24 hours, life is really tough that way. She's got her go-tos. In fact, I'd like to think I'm one of her go-tos when somebody has to back out. I had to do that, though. I could tell I was stopped up enough that something funny was going on. I have not test positive at all. You know, we began this whole process in basically March, April of 2020. I stayed negative. I watched... Probably the majority of my friends and family got it in some version or not. If you got it, you know, a lot of people have been more medically affected than me, and and I hate that for you. I'm going to talk about the emotional aspect, what it did to me that maybe I wasn't expecting. And I've talked to some people again, and they didn't volunteer the information, but once I brought up things that happened to me emotionally and mentally, they agreed with me. They said, you know, I hadn't really thought about it, but you're right. I fell into that category too. So that day I had to cancel my volleyball game, had to cancel it all that week, had to cancel a vacation for the next week, and then I tested negative and... It was Wednesday night of the following week, which is a just I'm recording this just a day after that. I finally went back. Now, here's what it did to me emotionally. Some of it is a bit comical. I'm emotional anyway. I'll get choked up at movies, but I noticed the two days that it affected me most, I did not want to get up off the couch at all. All I wanted to do is sit and watch TV. And the whole time I'm doing that, I'm thinking, all right, I'll eventually get my energy back. I'll eventually get my motivation back. All that happened before I tested negative. But even when I tested negative, I still felt tired. And I'm thinking, all right, what am I going to do? Do I just rest this off? I tried that for a day or two. And then I'm thinking, you know, this has affected me emotionally, and now I'm concerned that I am I really need to push myself to get myself back to where I was. Here's the emotional things. Here's how bad it got. You know, one of the, I remember watching a show. It was Celebrity Family Feud. Two, oh, it was an old episode. Kurt Warner, which was a very popular NFL football player, won the Super Bowl one year, I think, for the Rams. I apologize if that's not the case. His family was on there playing. All they were playing for, now this is important, of course, all they were playing for was $25,000 to their charity. They won, and I got choked up. And I'm thinking, man, I never did that before. I teared up a little bit when I tested negative because it was sort of like the end of an ordeal that I had been to. I think what affected me most, though, was the isolation and the quarantine. And as I read it, you go read it yourself. This is as I read it, if I misread something wrong, if if I got the information wrong from the nurses, I know that's fine. But basically, what I'm reading from the CDC now is that you isolate for five days, 
then if you if all your symptoms are gone, then you can go back out in public, but only if you wear a mask for the next five days. So I went through all that. I'll tell you what I did on day eight. Day eight, day seven, I went out to a Dollar General just to have something to do. Day nine, that was day seven. Day eight, I actually went mask up to a volleyball game. I still was too paranoid to sit very close to anybody. But it was two teams that were playing in the area that was only 15 minutes away from my house. So I went and saw that. Through all that, though, when I had to isolate, I I went up to a room all by myself. My wife left. She has a good friend that had a place she could stay at that was unoccupied. It's like her weekend and summer-type home out in the woods. So really good for her. She not only fixed me meals before she left, she bought some of the favorite meals at stores and restaurants that she knew I liked, so my refrigerator was fully stocked. You know, it's funny, I never lost my appetite. In fact, I still dabble with intermittent fasting. I'm not as good at it as I used to be, but I ate a lot more food during COVID because In my mind, I was thinking, man, I'm weak enough. I need to eat to keep my energy up. So that's what happened. But being isolated like that, that that messed with my mind. And I'm sure those of you that have gone through it, that isolation part is really kind of messes with your mind. You can't see your family. You can't see your kids. What happened to me after that, when I could get back out in the public, when I could talk to people. One of the ladies that I did talk to, by the way, she saw me wearing a mask at the volleyball game, and and she talked to me, said she had just gotten over her bout with it two weeks ago. Does seem like the current, this is, by the way, September, this would be the 11th, 2022. She said she had a little mental, you know, I I shouldn't use the word mental because that has such a negative connotation, we, we're not talking about mental issues as diagnosed in the medical field. I'm just talking about it got into my head. Here's what happened about those three favorite things to do. They're getting out and walking four and a half miles in the morning, substitute teaching, obviously, and volleyball, my three favorite activities to get outside and do. Now, y'all are going to laugh about substitute teaching and volleyball being outside, but those are my activities that I like to get out to do. Well, here's what happened. After all that time isolated, I got demotivated. It made me demotivated to do my favorite things. I finally pushed myself, even though I felt like I was weak in my legs, I was tired, I got out one morning and went back to my four and a half miles. I could tell after one lap that, all right, do I quit now or do I push myself to keep going? And I pushed myself. I ran into a neighbor, told you know, we walk all the time. He stayed on the opposite side of the street. I told him, don't get as close as he used to. Even though I was past the point that I was supposed to be contagious, I still was a little bit paranoid about that. And we talked about it. I said the aches, you know, the aches were probably the most aggravating part, not having energy. So I'm trying to push myself to do my my whole four and a half miles. He said, I know you, Greg. He said, you'll get there. And sure enough, I did it. I actually felt like I had more energy afterwards than I did before. 
and I was really expecting it to be completely wiped out, and that didn't happen. Now, that was my first thing, and I've motivated myself. But you know, even this morning, the morning before I recorded this, I've just come in from walking. I still have a little bit of that reluctance. It's it's a week after I've tested negative, and I still, through the whole walk, I'm thinking, all right, do I want to quit? It's basically three laps through our neighborhood. Do I want to quit after lap one? Do I want to quit, quit after lap two? And all that. Last night, Yesterday in total, I had not subbed all this year. So my last substituting job was back in April of 2022. Here it is. September 7th is the day that I'm talking about right now. I decided to both go back to substitute teaching and do volleyball that night. used to do that all the time. I knew that I needed to really push myself to get back into my routine, and I did it, and I I enjoyed seeing the students, and I've got a full week of substitute teaching booked, you know, this coming week, and I've got almost a full week of volleyball booked. There's still that mental aspect of it, though. I'm I'm, I'm thinking the whole time I'm out there, am, am I still as sharp as I used to be as a substitute teacher? Am I still as sharp as I used to be as a volleyball referee? I find myself questioning myself. I find myself saying, am am I as motivated to want to do this all the time as I was before? Did COVID affect me from an emotional standpoint that I really don't want to do my favorite things as much as I used to? And What I've decided to do for myself, this won't work for everybody, and again, I'd welcome your advice. I'm pushing myself. I'm pushing myself to go back to substitute teaching. I'm pushing myself to get my volleyball sharpness back up. I don't think I did my best job in either substitute teaching or volleyball yesterday, but I am glad that I'm pushing myself so that I get my stamina back up. I get all that back up. I get my motivation back up so that, I mean, we're due to go to Hawaii here in about a month. So I want to get all this behind me and move forward. Those of you that have been affected by COVID, I didn't expect this to affect me mentally as much as it did, emotionally as much as it did. But I am determined to get over it. If you find yourself in that situation Push yourself a little bit. I guess here I am giving advice, and I said I wasn't, but that's not medical advice. That's that's true of anything. If, if you've had something happen to you that got you kind of out of your routine for a while, you kind of have to push yourself, motivate yourself to get back into the flow of things. So I would encourage you to do that. If you've got tricks of the trade on how to come out of something like this and get your emotions back in line, feel free to go to our Facebook page, post about it, Substitute Teachers Lounge. My email is always gregcollinsubstitute at gmail.com. But it's over. It's behind me working on getting my stamina back up. And I hope to get out there and substitute teach just as much as I always did. And I encourage you to do the same.